Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Coming to you live from my dad's house. That's right. The Wi-Fi is spotty here, so if I drop in and out, I do apologize. Uh, hopefully, we'll get through this sans issue. Good to talk to you all. Hope you've all rested up after a late night watching the Packers pull out their second victory in a row, 24-12, over the Los Angeles Rams. Could maybe even put the word hapless in front of that. Um, not a high-quality opponent, but the Packers did what they had to do. And they, I would say probably the most complete game they've played all year, though that's not saying a whole lot. The bar is pretty low in that regard. Uh, but they ran the ball effectively. Aaron Jones was featured. A.J. Dillon got into the end zone a couple times. They got after the quarterback. Uh, the only real blight, I would say, is the turnovers. So the Packers seemingly cannot limit this year, which is really odd for a team that has historically, not just in the last three years, but in the last 15 years, uh, done a phenomenal job of taking care of the football. Against the Rams, you can get away with it. You do it on Christmas Day against the Dolphins, they're dead. And that's pretty simple and pretty straightforward. And of course, I'm not saying anything the Packers don't know. Good to see everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all having a fantastic victory Monday. Buddha, thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch. Greatly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Daniel, we are on a winning streak. We are indeed. Callum, how are you, buddy? Um, yes, A.J. Dillon cleared the concussion protocol. Matt LaFleur letting everyone know earlier this afternoon. Um, he was tested, obviously, after the game and then again this morning, and he has cleared protocol. So one would suspect he will be at practice when they resume tomorrow. Um, but yes, A.J. should be okay, and that bodes well for his ability to play on, sun, on, on Sunday, on Christmas Day against the Dolphins. What's up, Nags? What's up, Cheeseheads? What's up, NFL Pack Boy? How you doing? Chad, how are you, man? Thanks for the uh, chat here. 47-55-7, all played well. 97 arose from the dead. 90 and 95 with solid work. Yeah, it was a battered O-line, but happy to bask in the positive vibes for a bit. Good to see some solid play up front on D. Very much agreed, man. Um, I think, I obviously, it's probably the most promising performance from Devontae Wyatt we've seen the entire season. Still only got on the field for nine snaps. Would love to see him out there a little bit more um, in, in overdrawn read. I understand why they want veteran experience out there, but uh, that kid got after it last night, no doubt about it. Um, Quay Walker had his best game as a pro, no question about it. And it would have been so sublime if he had been able to solidify the evening with a pick six. He came so close to but you understand, uh, it's, it's a bit of a tough play, a little out of reach. But overall, he was all over the place, tackles, breaking things up, getting after the quarterback. Love that they got him involved in some of the pressure packages, something we've talked here about the last couple of weeks. Uh, in the absence of Rashawn Gary, you got to find new ways to get after the QB, and they certainly utilized Walker in that regard. Love it. Uh, oh, no. Is my mic on? Probably not. It's probably all screwed up. Uh-huh. Let's try that, shall we? How's that? Victory Tuesday, it's a victory Monday. Every day after a win is a victory Monday. Doesn't matter if it's a Sunday, if they play on Saturday, it doesn't matter if it's a Friday, if they play on Thursday, it doesn't matter if it's a Tuesday when they play on Monday. Every day after a win is a victory Monday. Cheers. <laughs> Nate. Nags, what happened on the goal line arm signal play that didn't work to Watson? Well, Watson didn't get the signal. Didn't do what he was supposed to do. Pretty straightforward. 
Aaron pretty much confirmed that on the McAfee show today. Uh, yeah, the timing is fun, given that the uh, article about how the Packers offense works and the signals and the teaching of signals and the struggles of some younger guys to learn the signals, all leading up to this game where one of the final plays, a key third down, is missed because the wide receiver missed the signal. The football gods have a sense of humor. Deshaun Perry, thanks to Super Chat. The amount of yards Barry is going to have those cornerbacks playing off of Hill and Waddle is going to be horrifying. Hope I'm wrong. Deshaun, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say this right here. What are we? 5 days out from the game, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 5 days out from the game. If there is a game, if there is a singular opponent where I don't mind or don't care if Joe Barry doesn't play press man coverage, this is the one. I'll get it, man. I don't care if it's third and one. I'll get playing off. Make them work. Make them earn it. Do not, I repeat, do not let Tyreek Hill or Waddle get downfield and just destroy you in one play. I understand it this week. Yes, the Titans didn't understand it. Didn't know what the threat was there. Here, I understand the threat, and it is very real. And if there was ever a week where playing the uh, you know, umbrella coverage, as Rodgers likes to call it, if there's ever a week that makes sense for that approach, it's this week against the Dolphins. Now, they can kill you a lot of other ways, and they most likely will. But give yourself a fighting chance. Don't allow them to quick strike you to death, which we have seen the Dolphins do. All I got to do is go back and watch that Ravens game from earlier this year. This offense can explode in a heartbeat. Don't give it to him at all. Uh, what else we got here? John, thanks to Super Chat. Great win. Did Rasul explain what the fuck he was thinking? Yes, he did. Uh, he was, you know, thinking he saw some guys behind him and was going to lateral it to him. And then as he was spinning down, he realized that he was out of control. And then the ball slipped as he was about to flip it. And he got real lucky. And as he said, I think his teammates were probably thinking, what are you on? I know Matt LaFleur talked about it today. And look, it's instinctual at some level, right? You see guys on your team and you're getting taken down. You lateral it to them in the hopes that they can make a bigger play out of already what is a big play. I, you know, I hated that play in the moment. I still pretty much hate it. I think it's pretty boneheaded. But at the same time, I understand sometimes instincts take over. And, you know, the Lambo leap itself was born out of a lateral on defense after a turnover. You know, now obviously different circumstances, the guy is right there in front of him when Reggie does it. But it's an instinctual play, right? And it's a fine line. And Matt talked about that today. But yeah, what was he thinking? Pretty much the general answer is he wasn't. Michael, thanks for the super chat. Was the interception a miscommunication with Lazard or a terrible throw by Rodgers or maybe a little bit of both? I know Lazard fell on his sword after the game, talking about his body language or whatever, but I would definitely put it in the category of a little bit of both. No doubt about it. I mean, Rodgers clearly expects him to continue on there, and that is undoubtedly why he threw it the way he did. But at the same time, man, Lazard is wide fucking open. Just put it on him, man. I don't – shouldn't be much more difficult than that. Joe, thanks for the super chat. One defensive snap for Savage. Is he a lost cause or will he be a re 
reclamation project for the next defensive coaching staff. Yes, I've buried Barry. You know, obviously the um, fifth-year option, the fact that they exercised the fifth-year option makes things a little tricky. Uh, But yes, one defensive snap in which he gave up a 17-yard gain and then never saw the field again. Um, Tough spot for both the Packers and for Savage. You got to think his confidence is at an all-time low. And when he does get out there, he's thinking, God, just don't screw it up. And then he gets beat. You know, that said, I still think he's athletic enough. He's got playmaking ability. I do think the shoulder injury really messed him up because that seems to have been where things really kind of when he came back from that and his tackling style changed a little bit and wasn't quite as eager to get his nose in there, shoulder in there, et cetera. I don't know if that's robbed him of some of his instinctual kind of ability or if he is just kind of making business decisions or what, but man, it hasn't been pretty. And obviously the coaching staff has seen enough and I think rightfully so you're not going to produce Ryan. Thanks for the super chat. What does the Packers need to make the playoffs? Oh, Ryan, a lot. They need to beat the dolphins, which is basically going to be akin to a Christmas miracle. So just start there. Um, there's a whole lot of scenarios out there that you can search, but um, I don't really concern myself with that nonsense because none of it means anything if they don't beat the Dolphins. So they got to beat the Dolphins. Tell you what, if they beat the Dolphins, I'll start talking about playoff scenarios. And until then, I'm not even worried about it. I don't even care. Uh, the Badger Trio, what's up? Thanks for Super Chat. Keep running play action. Works great. Who knew? <laughs> well, I mean, somewhat. It does work on occasion. It can open things up. Um, it's hard to get, generate a big play off of it when you're facing as much too high as the Packers did last night. Um, but yes, the running game was effective and it did open things up and it did allow Rogers to kind of operate, especially on some of the boot stuff. Although he did throw that one interception off a boot. Um, but yeah, I like it. And hell this offense as it's kind of built personnel wise should be built for it. So I'm down with that. Uh, What were my thoughts on the world cup final? I think I passed out three times. I loved it. A fitting end to a great tournament and so happy for Messi and Argentina. No doubt about it. Brandon, thanks for the super chat. This will be a bad week to switch up coverages. Honestly, the only game I would like to have Savage in the game due to speed. Appreciate your work. Yeah, I feel you on the, the speed aspect, but it doesn't do you any good if the last time we saw him in heavy rotation against the Titans, he was blowing coverages basically once a quarter. All the speed in the world ain't going to help you there. And I'm not talking like getting beat and having to try to utilize your makeup speed. I'm talking about just getting caught in no man's land or taking the wrong guy on a switch and just leaving dudes screaming wide open. Trust me, the Dolphins get open enough on their own. We don't need guys out there helping them do it. Mark J, thanks for the super chat. I believe the pack will win out. F the fins. <laughs> That's the spirit. I like it. Thirsty Beach says, our rookie class looks great. Thanks for checking out the... Twitch stream, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, the rookie class uh, really answering the bell here, especially last night, but definitely throughout the season. You've seen the promise. You've seen the output by some guys who've gotten you know ample playing time, and other guys are kind of working themselves into the rotations. And no doubt about it. Look, it's uh, it's I'm not gonna say a total crapshoot, but there's a lot of dart throwing going on in the draft, especially outside of the first kind of top 100 prospects and. Now, the Packers seemingly have done a really good job with this this group, but I would 
you know, pump the brakes a little bit in the sense of Darnell Savage being a perfect example of a guy who looked very decent, promising, etc. his first year in the league and continued to mature and then completely fell off. Um, that's not to say that's going to happen with any of these guys, but, um, you know, the early returns are good. I would say that. But we all know. It's the same thing I say when, you know, draft classes are struggling and people are saying, oh, this is a bust or this guy's this whole class is terrible. You know, their rookie year, I always say you got to wait. You can't judge it that first season. And we're all very excited about the rookies. I am. I know it's exciting to watch them produce, exciting to watch them develop. But it is very early. And it's way too early to call this draft class a success. They're contributing, which is good. You'll love to see that, no doubt. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? We got Joseph. Thanks for the Super Chat, man. Happy holidays, Aaron. Appreciate you. Thank you, Joseph. I really appreciate that. Thanks, bud. John, thank you for the Super Chat. With how the Dolphins are constructed, I immediately get Cap 49ers vibes with their offensive game plan. Pray that I am wrong with these thoughts. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought of Cap watching the Dolphins, but I have noticed how much motion they use and their ability to get guys uh, into space and get your keys messed up if you're a defensive player, especially in the secondary. Um, you know, McDaniel, for all the media stuff around him and people, you know, kind of really pumping him up. And I think at this point I've seen, you know, somewhat on Twitter, people getting sick of it, et cetera. I think it's all warranted, man. I think he is a really, really good coach, a really good offensive mind, especially. Um, and uh, Joe Barry, going to have his work cut out for him. No doubt about that. Marcus, more concerned with Mosert torching us than Waddle and Hill, honestly. Well, I think that's what's going to transpire, actually, because of the attention that those other two will, will have to command and the fact that the Packers will most likely need to play some form of either cover two or cover three on the majority of their defensive snaps should give Mostert and the entire backfield for the Dolphins a lot of room to operate. You know, if nothing else, the thought of that base nickel from the Packers getting rolled out there down after down and getting just run over like it did in Philadelphia, that prospect is very real just because of how I think the Packers will approach it on defense. <laughs> Tom, can we start referring to Watson, Wyatt, and Walker collectively as the Wookiees? Well played, sir. Well played. Third and 13, Rams throw for 15-yard, uncontested first down. Been happening all year. Is this the player or the scheme? Well, yeah, I hear you. Um, I, Funnily enough, they had two of those last night. They had two third and longs where the defense should be at the advantage that were converted. Uh, I would say on the first one, it's scheme, and on the second one, it's the player, the one that Rasul got beat on. You know, it's all well and good for us to sit out here on the outside and say they got to play press man more, they got to press more, they got to play more man. Well, you know, Joe did on that one, and Rasul got beat. So it, it's always a mix. I, the title of my video a couple of weeks ago, it's never just one thing, right? I would lean towards scheme if we're talking percentages, you know, but it's always a mix, definitely. Sideline report. All I want for Christmas is a Green Bay win. Right there with you, buddy. What else we got? Hey, Aaron. Hey, Michael. How are you? 
dusty. The carry of the G tasted extra good last night with the Packers victory. You darn right. Today I am having a little bit of a spotted cow. Excellent. And I will say, shout out to my grandpa's old bar in Chilton, Wisconsin. These are glasses from his bar. Good stuff. Uh, do the players like playing for Barry? William, I have no idea. You'd have to ask the players, and I don't know if you'd get an honest answer on the record. My suspicion, my hunch, is that some do and some don't. Uh, I would suspect that, you know, when they have these strings of poor performances, the collection or the group that doesn't probably grows a little bit. <coughs> but I don't think it's as cut and dry as maybe people outside the building maybe assume it is. Brian, thanks for the super chat. This draft class is turning out to be solid. Yeah, Brian, I was talking about that a little bit ago. Um, still early, but yes, the returns are good. The production is there. You'd love to see it. Mm, what else we got? Talked about Darnell. Can we start referring? Oh, we got that one. All right, I got this one. O-line had one of their best games. Ah, Sly, I think they had a solid game. Um, you know, I know, I think Yash struggled a little bit at times. Um, for the most part, they, they kept, you know, Aaron upright. There was the, there were two sacks, I believe, that they gave up. Or no, maybe three. But uh, for the most part, I thought they played well. They certainly did the job in the run game. Um, I think they missed some things, pass protection. But overall, I think the group is performing well. And I think you got to give Zach Tom a shout out. Uh, that's a rookie fourth round pick coming in there. And the biggest testament to his game right now is the fact that they don't, change anything in how they operate remember last year when week three they had to put um yash out there at left tackle and they did all sorts of stuff schematically now they're on the road playing a really formidable opponent but they did all sorts of stuff schematically whether it was bringing a tight end in line bringing lazard down in motion uh you know slide protection maybe a running back chip they did all of that that kind of stretch when Yash first got his first couple starts, right? Zach has come in, and they haven't really had to change the offense much. There hasn't been a whole lot of kind of conceding. You know, we got a rookie out there at left tackle. We better make sure we have help for him on every single passing down. They haven't done any of that. They have operated their offense. You know, obviously, it's not as if David is out there. They have to concede some things. There's certainly plenty of stretches where you see Aaron getting the ball out of his hand quickly and things of that nature. But, man, for the most part, they've run the offense with Zach Tom at left tackle. And that, that you can't, you really can't have higher praise than that. Because the fact that you don't have to change anything as a game planner or a play caller makes your job a hell of a lot easier. Um, what else we got here, folks? Nicholas Bowling Show. Thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate it, man. Dave, thank you for the super chat. Best defense will be the offense. Need to take care of the ball and not settle for field goals. Yeah, and, and hopefully eat that clock. I mean, you loved a few of those drives yesterday that were real clock eaters. Both the opening drive and the final drive come to mind. But, yeah, settling for field goals ain't going to work against the Dolphins. Going to have to score points. Absolutely, 1,000%. Um, Patrick. Thanks for Super Chat. 2-0 and since I started drinking Carry the G. I can get us two more wins with a, without a supply drop. <laughs> well, now we know. That's good. We would have got it to you earlier, buddy, if, we'd, uh, if we didn't know. 
Do I think the Packers put pull or execute the fifth year option on Love or try to trade him in the offseason? I think they um, exercise the fifth year option. Brandon, thanks for the super chat. What does the future look like for Tunyon? Crystal ball time. He will play against the Dolphins. I don't know, man. Probably his last year in Green Bay, but not necessarily. But that's my guess. If there's ever been a position screaming for an overhaul, it's the tight end position in Green Bay. That's just guesswork on my part, but we'll see. Um, only 2022 pick looking bad was the third round. Go figure. Yeah, they are snake bit in the third round as of late. There is no question about it. Uh, Sean, did you notice that they passed more frequently in rhythm than the rest of the season last night? I think there was a lot more of it, yes. And I think, you know, byproduct of coming out of the bye week, having time to kind of reset yourself, got the running game going. You've been utilizing the same offensive line now for a few games, getting your full complement of receivers, being able to trust where guys are going to be. All of that played into it. And yeah, it was noticeable. No question about it. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Programming note, most likely won't have a Packers Daily tomorrow because I have a travel day. If I do, it'll be late night, so we might get a Nagler at night if you play your cards right. Otherwise, Packer Transplants Live will be back on Thursday night. Uh, and then we'll obviously we'll have daily on Friday. Watch party on Christmas Day. Yes, we will have a watch party on Christmas for the Packers game uh, down in Miami. So I hope you'll join us. Thank you so much. Like I said, hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.